can't say it often enough. This team is not going to be able to talent its way into anything. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. Stars 4, Penguins 1 last night at PPG Paints Arena. I was over there. I shook my head through about probably half of it, and I'm going to guess it wasn't at the same points of the game that you were shaking your head. I shake my head when I see this team not score, meaning they'll look exciting, they'll generate offense, they'll run up a whole bunch of shots and shot attempts, and they'll Fenwick and Corsi their way into some sort of advanced statistical glory, but they won't put anything on the board. And nobody really ever thinks that much of it because, my goodness, you've got Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, Eric Carlson, Jake Gensel, so many guys who can score. And it's like, well, it's just a matter of time. Or, well, the other team's goaltender is playing well. Or, well, the other team's doing a good job of clearing rebounds. Once more, this time from the top of Mount Washington at the top of my lungs, this team will not talent its way into victories or into the playoffs. I say this with immense respect. So the four players whose names I've already mentioned, but they're not where they were in their careers, understandably, six, seven years ago, where they could be so overwhelming, such a great collective force that they could just blow teams off the map and just have a you know subpar supporting cast that just kind of takes care of the rest of the business and kills time on the shifts. That's not this. That's not this. It is to Sid and Gino's credit that they're still point-of-game producers at this stage of their career. It's to Latang's credit that he still is who he is. And it's to Carlson's credit that he's fresh off a Norris trophy. But all of those guys, all of the main guys on this team are not enough by themselves to pull this off. They need a real supporting cast, a productive supporting cast, but they also need to do things themselves that maybe they haven't done for the better part of their careers. You know what I'm talking about here. You watched this. You saw Jake Ottinger come up with a nice 38-save performance, which no one anywhere would categorize as being great. Why? Never had to deal with screens, never had to deal with tips, never had to deal with redirects, never had to deal with rebounds for crying out loud. He saw everything plain as day, was able to either glove it or move it easily, and had, you know, kind of an armchair nice performance, for lack of a better way to describe it. And it wasn't just the main guys, and it wasn't just the power play, which, by the way, is now 2 for 16 on the season, despite all that talent. And I don't mean to sound like I'm laying it all on the third and fourth lines either, but they're all part of it. Everybody's a part of it. This 
non-direct approach to entering the zone, this non-direct approach to creating offense once you're there on those rare occasions when they've been able to set up, it's not going to work. It's That's not me being doom and gloom or fatalistic. You're seeing it with your own eyes. It's not a prediction. It's It's sitting there in front of you. It's precedent. I know it's only six games, but it's the only six games we have. It's not going to work. I asked Lars Eller last night after the game why this offense isn't producing goals. Well, I think today the difference, you know, they they win two battles inside the, the blue paint, and we... The times the puck were there, we didn't we didn't win those battles, and I, don't, I also don't think we we got there the puck there enough. Um, but I think today, you know, that was the difference. A couple of battles inside the blue paint, they win, we don't, and shows on the scoreboard. I told you about that guy, right? Yeah. Well, he also had one clang off the crossbar. At least he got his past Ottinger, but didn't have any luck. That was on that shorthanded two-on-one, and a minute later, of course, the Stars score. Yeah, I know. I asked Brian Rust, was this more about Ottinger and his goaltending or what the Penguins weren't doing? We knew it was a good goal. It was a good uh, defensive team. I think we needed to just try to get some dirtier ones. I think we needed to get a few more bodies in that, try and get some rebound chances, try and get some screens. Um, we had a little bit of it, but I don't think we had enough. And Rust, by the way, had the Penguins' only goal by doing what? By making a beeline to the front of the net. I asked Mike Sullivan, what's it going to take to have offense generated into actual goals. I thought we had a lot of high-quality opportunities, you know. Um, tonight it didn't go in the net for us, but, you know, I think we're... I think there are things that we can do to, to in, increase our chances, like fighting for the blue paint, making the goalie sight lines difficult, uh, creating broken plays. Um, a lot of times those broken plays are the hardest ones to defend because it forces a lot of decision-making and hesitation and, you know, the goaltenders have to fight to find the puck in the chaos. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, you know when you looked at, at the goals that they scored, they're, they're right at the blue paint. And, uh, and so, you know, I, I think we can, we can do a little bit of a better job in, 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 as far as getting there. And, uh, and I think if we do, we'll create more of those broken play opportunities. When, and I think our guys do, do their best work when, when they fight for those loose pucks because they have good instincts and they can see the opportunities that, that are created off of it. Well, there it is. So everybody's on the same page, right? Got to get to the net. Got to crash. Got to make the goaltenders uncomfortable. Got to create rebounds. Got to make sure that your power play stops poking everything backward to the points, even once you've already created an odd man disparity down low. You know what I'm talking about, right? They do this constantly. It has to stop. It has to stop now. It has to be cleaned up by the time they face the avalanche tomorrow night. Two and five is a tough, tough hill to overcome. I don't care how early.
chilly it is in the season. When we come back, J1Q. Today's J1Q comes from Carl, who says, DK, what's crossing my mind right now is do we need something similar to the Patrick Hornquist trade where we get a net front presence and give up a scorer like James Neal? Oh, Carl, you want to hear something funny? There was a sequence with about seven minutes left in the game last night where Eric Carlson darted, I think that's a fair description, across the Dallas blue line. But he was immediately encountered by three stars. To his right, he had Sidney Crosby wide open. To his left, he had both Brian Rust and Jake Gensel. He instead tries some spin move that I'm not really sure what it was supposed to achieve. But it got the result you'd expect with three stars around you. The puck was poked right back out in the other direction. And I muttered to myself, they got the wrong Swede. <laughs> Meaning that they could bring back uh, hypothetically Hornquist at age 25 and just throw him out there. And yeah, he'd make a difference. He'd make a massive difference, just like he did the first time. Unfortunately, Hornquist is retired and for very legitimate reasons. He's done. He's been injured and concussed enough but there isn't another one of him at the time maybe we thought that those guys are more common than they are because Hornquist's career overlapped at least a little bit with that of another Swede who went to the front of the net all the time Thomas Holmstrom but you don't have very many of these guys you don't have very many who habitually, um, I was about to say instinctively, but it, it's more than that. Hornquist didn't just go there because he was a tough guy and could weather it. He didn't go there just because he thought his team needed it. He went there because he loved it, because he felt like he belonged there. Now, he did expect, no, 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 demand of his teammates that if he's going to go there and get his rear end kicked all night long, somebody'd better get him the puck. And he would let everyone hear it all the way up to Chris Letang, right in his face. I'm over here. They're cross-checking me in the back of the neck and you're not feeding me the puck? What's going on here? There aren't any of those guys. There just aren't. I'm sure if you went around the league, you could find a couple who are better in that area than others. As you go around the league, you can also find teams that are better in that area than others. The Golden Knights really jump out in that regard. But there isn't a Hornquist to be had. There isn't a magic bullet here. This team, overall, everybody, including Sid and Gino, needs to get there needs to play like every game is game one of the playoffs. That is the only way that something can become of this season. The only way. Don't make me say it a third time about the talent thing. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. Going to do another one of these tomorrow.